We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's July 14th. It's 2023. We have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, the break is over. I feel great. I mean, not working for a few days um, always does really good wonders for your mind. I think more than anything else. Um you know, a little bit of extra sleep is always good for like your health reasons, but you know, not, not like, um, not like sweating and like stressing out about slates and stuff and all that stuff. I mean, I feel like it's good for a mind to take a break every once in a while. So, uh, feel refreshed and, um, I'm pumped, man. I'm ready to be back and talk some, some good old fashioned baseball with you, my friend. Yeah. I feel the same way. I definitely think it's advantageous, uh, when you're in the content space to, take those breaks and uh, it's a lot harder when you're in the middle of the grind. Like you may want to take one one day and it's like, no, not today. Cause sometimes a slate will look good. You know what I'm saying? You'll feel really comfortable just off kind of a first look. And so you may say, well, I'm going to schedule take the day off and then you end up involved in it. But when you have the, the all-star breaks, man, it's good to step away. I, you know, I went out of town, you know, my son and the family for a little bit, he had a basketball tournament. So, uh, that kind of that was like right at the end, like starting last week. Uh, but when we got off the pod Friday, like you know, or when I got done with take your pick on Friday, that was kind of it for me for the most part. Like I didn't really do any work, and then today I kind of hopped back in, you know, just to kind of get my mind back recharged. But I was glad to have some time off. I definitely slept later. Like one day I think I slept until 
I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock. And that's not something I, I do. Like I'm, I'm kind of an early bird. I get up 637. And so to be able to do that, I think that was very refreshing, especially coming back from the trip, needed that rest and relaxation. So I do feel good. I think my mind's going to be sharp and hopefully that translates into increased profitability right out of the gate for me, you, and everybody else. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the All-Star break. Uh, the Home Run Derby was phenomenal. The All-Star game was great. Um, uh, I didn't watch the end of the All-Star game. I fell asleep. I ended up watching the rest of it the next day. I felt even good. I felt good about that. I can't tell you um, how many times in the last four months since NASCAR season has started that I have gone to sleep before midnight um, on any night. So uh, I felt good to catch up on a little bit of sleep. Got some stuff done around the house, which is always good. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped to be back today. I, I recorded um, the Running Hot NASCAR podcast that I do on Action Network with Rotodoc, and we recorded that earlier today. It was the first time my computer has been on since um, I did the NASCAR show Saturday night. So um, yeah. finished finished out some work on on Sunday and build some lineups on my laptop on Sunday for NASCAR, but. That was the first time in a long time I've been um, off my my actual computer for that many days. But, yeah, excited. Pumped to be back. We're going to talk some baseball. What's up, YouTube? Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. I see some people over there talking about good to hear that music. You, you don't know how much you miss the morning grind music until it hits that, that first thump. Um, it gets you going. But we got a yeah. lot to talk about. 14 games. We're going to jump in. We're going to have some fun. We got Miami at Baltimore to get started here. It's an eight and a half total. Baltimore is a 122 favorite. Alcantara and Kramer face it off against each other. There is some weather concerns on a few games. I'm going to leave that to Kevin Roth. We're going to break all these games down like we normally would. So let's get started here with um, Alcantara all over the place the first half of the season. Um, do you yeah. have any interest in him in this spot against Baltimore? <sighs> Uh, man, I, I feel like I'll take a shot because of the price. I, I think that's what it is, dude. 6,800. Um, the reason he's been all over the place, he's been hittable. Like last season, even if he wasn't getting strikeouts, he was limiting the damage, ball on the ground, quick outs, you know, getting eating, eating through innings quickly. And we haven't really seen that for most of the season. Uh, I, hopefully the break did him well as, as, you know, additionally like it did us. But it's still just a price play. I'm not expecting him to come out and score 30 fantasy points. But anywhere between 17 and 20-something fantasy points at 6,800, I think I'm feeling okay. I don't hate it to just roll him out for the price. And that, that's really where I am. Just I, it, What bothers me about Alcantara is his swinging strike rate's at 12.6% through 114 innings. Last year, he finished the season – at 12.1, his strikeout rate was 23.4%. He's under 20%. Yeah. His BABIP is up, like you talked about. His ground ball rate is down. Yeah. He's still not giving up a ton of home runs. The walks have been a little bit more of an issue, but we're looking at like his lowest strikeout rate since 2019 when he threw his whole season. Um, so I I mean, looking at his advanced numbers, I've, I've been doing it for months. I've been like, what is, what am I missing? What am I missing? Like everything looks okay. Um, he's too cheap. He has a big ceiling. He's too cheap. Um, when he got down to 7K, it was like, all right, now I really, really got to just start 
plugging him in some places because yeah. his ceiling's too high um, for 6,800 in any matchup. So I don't hate it. He's not my favorite. It's a 14-game slate. He has the ceiling to break the slate. He can go 3, 4, 5x um, against any team. So I think he's definitely worth mentioning and talking about today. Dean Kramer, um, he was someone that was starting to put it together a little bit here before the break. He is 7,100. Um, he pitched fantastic against the Yankees last time out. He had a blemish against Minnesota, but four of his last five games, he's pitched really well. Kramer against the Marlins, thoughts? Yeah, I like it. Um, and this one isn't just a price play. This one is – and really, Steve, it's interesting. It's kind of the whole Baltimore pitching staff. All these young guys, Kramer, Wells, Bradish, like they all kind of just – somewhere in early June, end of May, they just all just kind of took off together. And I don't know if – I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it was – the coaching or the, the training, but either way, I'm saying that to say I don't mind Kramer in this spot at 7,100. I think he's got some upside, as we've seen recently. Yeah, I had uh, – so the Rotor Grinders show I did um, Sunday for XM, and it was funny because we were talking about where you could potentially get you know some edge or, or some value betting on like an American League winner or stuff like that, and – I think Baltimore is one of those sneaky teams that can make a a run um, here in the playoffs because, yeah. I mean, it just all depends on if they keep playing this well. But I definitely have interest in Kramer. His biggest issue has been home runs. I think that facing a Marlins team that doesn't have a ton of power um, is definitely beatable. So I think Dan- Dean Kramer uh, very, very much in play here at 7,100 against Miami, assuming the weather is okay. Let's go Miami Bats. Um, Jazz back on the IL. It was an oblique strain. So sad. So sad. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a couple weeks, too. It doesn't sound like he's going to be one of those, um, you know, we're, we're going to have a few, like, guys that got put on the IL right before the All-Star break, and then they are going to come back and be um, I.E. Kershaw. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Exactly the person I was thinking about. So, so I mean um, – Miami Bats, I definitely have interest in Solaire. He's at 23 home runs on the season, but outside of him, I'm not stacking Miami in this spot. Yeah, me either. Um, 14 games late. I, I don't want to pick on Kramer. It, it is a good spot. Like I get it, but in terms of the ballpark, but I'm not. I'm not sweating it. I, I, Miami's going to be fine if I just fade them. I think. Yep, that's kind of where I'm at. Baltimore Bats here. Um, any interest in Baltimore against Alcantara? I, I mean, if you want to kind of sneakily maybe play some Henderson who was kind of tearing the cover off the ball before the break. Like I don't, I understand it. I don't hate it. I don't mind that one off. Um, if you think Sandy's still broken, maybe you stack this team, but I don't think I want to stack them either, but I, I don't mind the Henderson one off. Like he, he was hitting for a lot of power uh, before, before the break. And I think that's going to continue. I don't think that's a fluke. Yeah, I mean, Alcantara one time this year has given up multiple home runs in a game, and it was right before the break against Atlanta, and we know how good the Atlanta offense is. Um, so I just – he's not a guy that typically will get blown up. He'll yeah. have a bad ad- bad inning and give up a couple runs, but he's not someone that typically gives up like six, seven, eight runs. Um, he's had some bad starts, but, again, his advanced numbers look good. So I'm going to – 
I agree with you on Henderson, where he just how he was hitting the ball right, the, right before the All Star break. Um, but I don't know if this is necessarily the spot I want to be looking at a lot of Miami bets. San Francisco at Pittsburgh, nine total in this game. Giants a one twenty favorite. We got Stripling and our boy Rich Hill right off the break. Um, gotta love it. Thoughts here on Ross Stripling at fifty nine hundred? No. Yeah, I don't I don't want to play him. Um I mean, listen, I get it. Pittsburgh, they're a mediocre offense at best. But Ross Stripling just hasn't been good. He's not pitching deep into games. Um I was shocked when I saw him as like the guy that's gonna be the guy that's starting from the all-star break, but um he is and it is what it is. But um yeah, let's talk the other side of this game. Rich Hill. 6K Giants. Nope. I'm not doing <laughs> no. it though. No. Oh, come I'm, I'm on, Will. Listen, come on, Will. Hey, Rich Hill is starting to come back down to earth. Like, even <laughs> in an eight strikeout game, Steve, he only put up 17 fantasy points. Like, I this is what I've been expecting out of you know Mr. Rich Hill. And, and I do mean that heavily because he is a lot older than most of the pitchers in the league. I, I think Rich Hill's like 43, 44. He might be 45, but like Rich Hill's old. He, he's he's done well for this season. Uh, he's been doing better than, uh, oh, man, uh, Wainwright. So, look, look, I, I mean, he's been doing much better than Wainwright, Stevie, but I'm not playing Rich Hill today. I, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with Rich Hill. Yeah, walks are the biggest concern um, when looking at Rich Hill. His walk rate has been the biggest um, issue helps a little bit um the giants are not the best team in the world against left-handed pitching dude i i'd be i'd be lying to you if i said that i wasn't interested a little bit um oh no <laughs> i get it, I, I get it. Uh, i've played some bad pitchers against the the giants this year left-handed pitchers and it's worked out um rich Hill actually has some strikeout ability it's just whether or not he can keep the walks in check it's more of I want to see how the weather shapes up in a, in a few places. Um, but right now, like, I'm not instantly Xing off Rich Hill. Uh, he's 6K. There, We're going to talk about some bats on the slate. I, I'm just setting you all up. The Yankees are in cores against a lefty. Um, uh, we're just, Gom- I'm just Gomber at that, I think. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. We're going to pay up for some bats today. So leaving these cheap pitchers in my thought process, I think, is okay. Uh, any interest in the Giants bats here? Yes. Uh, I, I don't mind the Giants, but that's because I, I think I'm less of a believer in Rich Hill than, than you are today. But it's really just because it's Rich Hill. It's not that I think the Giants are a crazy offense. But if, like, we've seen Rich Hill blow up a couple of times in the past five starts before the break. So it's really, I'm, I'm really playing the Rich Hill blows up. They get to them early, and uh, they, they score some runs. Yeah, I mean, the only problem is the the pinch hit risk because, like, Slater should hit leadoff. He's cheap. Um, Flores should hit second or third. He's cheap. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, J.D. Davis would probably be my favorite. Him yeah, and, like, Patrick Bailey. Bailey. Um, Patrick Bailey is a huge, talented prospect. He's only – he's eventually going to get it going. Um so, yeah, I mean, I like Slater. He's going to project well. Um, it's a good spot. 
But the pinch hit risk is always my biggest concern, especially if like Jock doesn't start. I feel like right when you get a Rocky or right-handed pitcher, Jock pinch hits for Slater and, you know, you lose your at-bats. But risk you're taking, I guess. Price kind of factors that in a little bit. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. I mean, Brian Reynolds is expensive, but outside of that, the rest of the stack's pretty cheap. Um, Swazinski, 3,800. I always like him against right-handed pitching, especially a a guy like Stripling who really doesn't get many people out um henry davis is is 2600 he's hitting he should hit third or fourth in this lineup um santana Choi, not my favorite first baseman plays so i think this is more of like a a three-man stack than anything else i don't think i get to a full full-on stack for pittsburgh today especially with this game being in pittsburgh yeah i, I get that 100 um i think i'm just gonna side with you and i'll leave it there we're moving on then. We got Arizona at Toronto. I am so excited for this baseball game. There's no total in this one. Um, it sounds like it'll be Bassett. Nelson's pitching for Yeah, Arizona. that's what I think. That's what I got too. Yeah. Um, I'm just – the books don't have any starting pitcher yet for Toronto, but everywhere I've seen it's going to be Bassett. So we'll go with that. Uh, any interest here in Nelson going up against Toronto? No. Yeah, this is a quick pass for me too. Um, Nelson's not someone that I feel like I've I've played at all, maybe in a couple spots and really good matchups. But Nelson, his advanced stats are not great. His strikeout rate's really low. Um, he's struggling with walks and command. Uh, this is a bad spot for him. Yeah. Uh, any interest in Bassett on the other side? I don't want to play him either, Stevie. Like Arizona has been a nightmare for team, and I know at like kind of as we got closer to the break. The Mets came into town and just kind of felt like every Mets pitcher picked up seven or eight strikeouts. But generally speaking, that's not who the Arizona Diamondbacks are. And so you've got Chris Bassett, who's already – I mean, he, his strikeouts did pick up, you know, towards middle end of the season. But he's still not a guy that's, like, going to hit you for six or seven every game. I, I'm not playing Bassett today. Like, I, I'd much rather play Sandy or Kramer even over Bassett. It's just going to be a tough spot for him if Arizona comes to town ready to play. You know who my one of my favorite sacks today. You already know. <laughs> Anybody that listens to this podcast knows that I was going to come on here and say we need to play Arizona bats. Oh, um, man. You, Chris, you do. Yeah. Chris Bassett has pitched better at home this year. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. I don't love the home road splits when it comes to pitching. Um Listen, he he has just gotten shelled by left-handed hitters all year, and this is a lineup that can get a lot of them in there. Cor, uh, Corbin Carroll, Marte, Perdomo, Perdomo yep. McCarthy, Alec Thomas. I'm probably missing somebody, um, but yeah, I I Pav- overall Pavin Smith, Pavin Smith. I yeah. love love Arizona bats in this spot. No interest in Bassett. Ton of interest in the Arizona bats. I think they're one of the best pivots off of the Yankees today. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, this is this is a a prime time spot, in my opinion, for, for Arizona. Um, I mean, really, outside of Carroll, Stevie, for the most part, like, and, and Marte, well, and, and Christian Walker, but outside of those three, but you still got enough everywhere else. Like, if Patrick Smith is, is in there, for whatever reason, he's 2,900. Perdomo's 45-ish, 40, yeah, 45. Like, there's just there's enough cheap bats to make this stack work and get two of your big bats. 
Uh, I I love Arizona today. Um, I don't really have much else to add outside of the fact that I love Arizona. Um, yeah, Toronto bats. I mean, Nelson's very hittable. Um, I think this is a a great spot. You know, Vlad with the home run derby win that was really cool to see. Um, yeah. after watching Julio's first round, I was like, nobody's touching this guy. Um, and yeah, just looked a little gas. Wasn't getting like as much good contact in that second round but anyway it was home run derby who cares um what are your thoughts here on the toronto bats yeah toronto is pretty much just a full-on stack spot like i'm not i'm not a big believer in um in nelson and so excuse me you know when you've got you know basically this team that needs to continue to win games if they want to fight and really blow this division open i mean you got vlad at 5200 uh, you got Witt at 43, Chapman at 48, Bobochet at 54. Obviously, Springer's leading up. They're expensive up top, but then they've still got some other guys like if Varsho cracks the lineup, he's 3,300. Kiermaier, 2,500 if they crack the lineup. And then all the catchers now are under 4K. So I don't I, – I like this spot for Toronto. I think they could put up some runs here. Yeah, I like, I like the Toronto side as well. Um Nelson's been a little bit better against right-handed hitters. And I mean, I could use air quotations because he's been really bad to both sides. Um, his walk rate is much higher to lefties. His strikeout rate is much lower to lefties, but I mean, he really has struggled with both sides of the plate. So uh, love overall. I love the spot for this whole game. I think this is a game that we see a total open up around nine and a half. Uh, I think this is going to be a high scoring baseball game. Yeah. Milwaukee at Cincinnati, 10 total in this game. The Brewers a 10 favorite. We have Corbin Burns pitching in a game in Cincinnati, and the total is 10. If you don't believe in this young Reds team, I mean, you're you're behind because, I mean, Vegas does. Ashcraft pitching for Cincinnati. Corbin Burns just faced this team um, right before the break. He pitched okay. Um, he has been pitching a little bit better. The command still is kind of all over the place. Um, I hate pitchers facing teams back to back. Any interest in Corbin Burns here at eighty four hundred in Cincinnati? So, so Steve, so this this is where it's going to start to get interesting. Now we're playing the salary game versus the skills game, right? So Corbin Burns has been pitching better. Um, he still has been pitching elite in every spot. And so you've got a Cincinnati team that's at home. This is probably going to be one of the better hitting spots of the day in the Great American Small Park. I think at 8,400, even though he just faced him, Stevie, I'm interested. And that's kind of like I, I think now we're getting into the, the two cheat range for his improvement throughout the season. Like if this was early in the season when he was just, I mean, really pitching terribly, I would probably be off of it. But like down the stretch of Stevie, let's say mid-May to now, he's been much better. And he, I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying it's in the cards. He could go seven innings, seven strikeouts, give up a run or two here, and, and come out with 25 points or so. I, I think he's just too cheap now for this spot. I'm, I'm in on Corbin Burns. I don't, I don't think he's where he was last year. But I definitely think he's been improving. I, I don't. I don't mind him at this price. 
Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that the upside is definitely there. Um, yeah. Man, he's like you said, it's this is more of a price play. Yeah. Um, he's worth consideration in three entry max. He's in your player pool in a 20 entry max, and he's definitely in your player pool in a 150 entry max. That's how I'm at with Burns. Like, yeah. When I'm in, when I'm building like my three entry max teams, he's really close to making one of three, maybe even two or three at this price. Um, but I, I mean, we'll talk about the Cincinnati bats. I definitely don't hate <laughs> the Cincinnati bats. Um, yeah. Burns' biggest issue has been home runs. This game's in small park, um, Cincinnati. So, the other side of this game, we got Graham Ashcraft. Um, I've played plenty of pitchers against Milwaukee this season. I don't think I'm going to play Ashcraft, especially in this ballpark. Um, I don't love the offense, but, I mean, this guy is just not a guy I want to sought out to play on a 14-game on a slate. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Stevie. Like, the thing about Ashcraft is he's given up so many hits, and, I'm, and, and, and maybe some games he gives up two or three. But, like, when you look across the season – He's pretty much an automatic five to seven hits a game, like automatic. So I, when you're giving up that many hits all the time, like you're bound to get crushed. And so even though, like you, know, I'm not crazy fond of the Milwaukee offense, they, they're in a, this good hitting environment, just like Cincinnati, and facing a worse pitcher than than, than Cincinnati will be facing. So I, I, I won't be playing Ashcraft today. Yeah, he's been awful at home, too. If you like the home road splits, he's not been good. Um, Milwaukee, they are cheap today. Um, I am not a guy that usually plays this offense, but their implied team total is over five. They're in the Great American Small Park. We know this is going to be a high-scoring game um, just in general. Cincinnati bullpen, very middle of the road bullpen, but, I mean, they're cheap, dude, like, yeah, you got to pay up a little bit for Yelich, Contreras, and Adamas, but the rest of the team, like Winker, should hit fourth or fifth here. He's twenty five hundred against Ashcraft in this ballpark. Um, you know, we know what he's capable of in this ballpark. So, I I like the Milwaukee bats definitely in consideration for a full stack. But I mean, they're a great potential secondary stack at these prices too. Yeah, I like it. And then you know, like you said, I mean even. Even Contreras at 44, uh, Adamas at 43, and Yelich at 46, that's really not crazy expensive considering what I feel like are really good middle, mid to low-tier pitching options in terms of price that we have today coming right off the break. So I'm with you. I, I, I am I am in on the full stack on Milwaukee for sure. Like this – I think it's a good spot for them, Stevie. They could eat, I, I think they could put up seven, eight runs in this game if everything went well. If it went went really well, they could go for 10 plus, depending on where guys are on the base pass when the hits come. So I, I love this spot. Because we know Ashcraft's gonna give up hits. Like that's that's a given. It's just oh, how yeah. many. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um man, tournament wise, Cincinnati is going to be very low owned today. They're facing Corbin Burns. They are extremely expensive. They are very hard to full stack because of how expensive they are. And Burns' low price is going to keep them off the list, I think. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah. Think Burns is getting ownership today for what it's worth. No, I do too. Um, no doubt in my mind. Like, I'm not even thinking twice about it. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those spots you're probably stacking if you're playing them. Um, I'm definitely considering it. Like, 
this is one of those spots you're like, all right, well, if I'm stacking Cincinnati, Will Benson's going to be the chalky play because he's 2.5 or 2.6K. But, yeah, I mean, you're just going to have to look for some cheap pitching if you're stacking Cincinnati um, or a cheap secondary stack. You can stack this game. You could use three of the cheap guys from Milwaukee, stack up Cincinnati, and hopefully get um, one good pitcher at least. So, I think it's a stack or fade spot for me, and I definitely have interest in, you know, Burns' home run issues. Plenty of pop in this lineup. Um, yeah, ton of interest in the Cincinnati bats. Yeah, and I, I think, to, to be honest with you, Steve, I think even though they're a little expensive, I feel like there are enough cheap bats to make it work. Like, Nick Senzel's still under 4K. Uh, Friedel, as long as he's leading off, which I, I think he should still be leading off at this point. He's 44. You talked about Benson at 26. Well, now it's just, do you want to play Ellie, you know, and McLean? Do you want to play Ellie in India? Do you want to play India and McLean? Like, I think I think we got enough because Votto's still 4,400. Like, he's not <clears throat> crazy expensive overall. It's just those those three big bats. So, I, I'm i with you. I don't, I don't think I'll play Cincinnati in a stack today with Burns. Like, I don't think – I don't think that's something I'll do, but I do think both sides of this game are interesting because Stevie, the other thing that can happen is Burns can essentially pitch six innings, six games. You know, maybe they run a pitch count up on him a little bit and he goes gets through clean. And then the bullpen comes in and they just mashed him for five or six runs late. Like that's also in the card. So I will be splitting them today because it's such a big slate, but I'm in on the Cincinnati stack for sure. I just like the ownership that you're going to like the potential ownership you're going to get them at makes me excited. I mean, that's the main thing for me here when looking at this team. So, all right, we got Dodgers heading to New York to face the Mets, not the Yankees. This game has an eight and a half total Dodgers, a 125 favorite. Um, Urias against Verlander. Any interest here in Julio Urias? <sighs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm really torn on this, Stevie. Um, because I, I'm just not sure which Leo I'm going to get. And so I think for that reason, that's why I'm going to let him sit on the shelf. Like, I think that's the only thing. Other than that, I think he, he's been fine overall this year. Like, I know he's come off the injury and, uh, you know, you know, hasn't really been past 90 pitches in those first two starts. But he was on a good ramp up. 
you know, faced Kansas City, 66 pitches, then Pittsburgh, 88 pitches, um, had eight strikeouts in that game. Like, I think I think he's going to be fine, but I, I'm still just unsure of which version I'm going to get. So I'm, I'm going to pass, but I, I don't think he's like – I don't think he's going to get blown up or anything, but I'm just, I'm just not interested in playing him. I think that, you know, obviously a spot that is beatable. Um, I mean, you're worried about Alonzo Marte – Alvarez fam is actually he was hitting decently too um I don't know what his ceiling is like yeah I, I think we kind of saw his ceiling last time out he was pitching phenomenal against Pittsburgh they yanked him at 88 pitches um he had a great game he real big fantasy day that's like a ceiling game um I mean we saw him earlier this year before the injury absolutely dominate um Philadelphia he was in the 90 pitch range then. Um, they really haven't let him touch that yet. Yeah. I, I need I think I need to see him throw like 95 before I'm like seven Thank pitches. You. People people are like, oh, well, it's only seven pitches. Seven pitches is another potential strikeout um or two, really. Well, and Steven, the other thing too is depending on where he's at in the inning, the that seven pitches can become ten pitches. Yep. Like if he's at six and two thirds. And he's at 92 pitches. And he gets another lefty. Like Yeah, it's like he's or, going. They're going to let him go. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get five or six more pitches in that scenario. So Yeah. Um, Other side of this game, Verlander, 8K against Dodgers. He just really hasn't shown, like, that ability to go out and dominate a good offense yet. And, I mean, even in this ballpark, I don't want to play Verlander against the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm with you. And he's 8K, Stevie. If this was Verlander from – Let's call it three years ago. I think we at 8K, we, we'd be, have, be almost on the lot button. But he's not that guy anymore. He's an aged Verlander that can still pitch well, but he's not elite anymore. Kind of reminded me of Corey Kluber, where Klubot was elite. Corey Kluber is now non-existent in the elite category. And I feel like that's where Verlander is headed, uh, even though he's had an immaculate career. Bats in this one, any interest in the Dodgers? Yes. Uh, I think this is a good spot for them. We've seen Verlander be able to – he's been hittable this season. Uh, if anybody can get to him, it's absolutely this offense. And while we may have been slightly down on them, the, this offense has come through, Stevie. Uh, you know, a lot of the pieces have come together for them. JT Mar- J.D. Martinez has been hitting well uh, down the stretch here. Uh, where you know where Outman maybe a maybe and Peralta haven't maybe given them exactly what they were looking for down the stretch. JT, JD has stepped up. Jason Hayward continues to hit well on on the cheap end. So I I I like the Dodgers. I think it's a good sneaky stat for for this particular slate. Yeah, they were really good right there before the break. Um, I hate the ballpark. I really do. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's the, that downside. I think there's two downsides. I mean, price isn't one of them. I think it's easy to make the stack work. There's Hayward's cheap, Peralta's cheap, Altman's cheap. It's really yeah. easy to make a Dodger stack work. The two downsides I'm going to say here, one, City Field. Two, Verlander is not a guy that typically gives up a lot of home runs. He's given up one home run in his last five starts, one home run total in his last five starts. Um, Earlier this year, he was getting beat around a little bit. It was right when he came back from injury. He just hasn't been giving up a ton of home runs. So 
wow, I think the Dodgers are a sneaky stack, and I, I think they could break a slate on any slate. I think this is a spot I might leave them on the bench on a three-entry max. I probably have them in my pool in a 150-entry max. Um, I like to kind of, you know, give my thoughts both ways. Yeah. Mets, Pats, honestly, I mean, Pete Alonzo at 5,100, I think you can always play Pete Alonzo against the lefty. Outside of that, Alvarez is kind of cheap. Fam is, you know, kind of cheap. Not going out of my way to play these guys against Urias. Um, any interest here in the Mets? Uh, nah, I, I mean, I, th- I think you can one off Alonzo, obviously. Outside of that, I think I'm okay, Stevie. I, I think I'm just going to let them sit there. I, I'm not going to worry about it. I think I'm good. Caught me mid yawn. Um, we're back, baby. <laughs> uh, White Sox, <laughs> White Sox, and Braves nine and a half total in this game. Braves a two fifty five favorite. We got Kopech uh, against Morton. Kopech coming off the IL. Um, he went on the IL end of last month, so he's only been out a, a few weeks here. I did not see um, if he made a rehab star i couldn't find anything um so listen chat always has my back that's why i love youtube youtube chat but i wasn't able to find anything maybe he did maybe he hasn't um either way he's 8500 going into atlanta to face one of the hottest bet one of the best offenses if not the best offense in baseball yeah this is an easy spot to fade for me come on man i'm not picking on my team with uh Kopech. Now, I, I will say if this was Dylan Cease, who I think we'll get to. No, are we getting Lynn tomorrow? Where are we seeing? I think we, we will get Cease in this in this uh, contest, I think, in this series. We'll probably get him Sunday. No, maybe Saturday. Either way, bottom line is I, I'm not taking Kopech. Not, not doing it. This offense is this to me. This has been a generational offense, Steve. Like seriously, it's been really good. I, I, I can't do it. Um, any interest in Morton against the White Sox at nine K? I don't hate it. Like he's another guy, Stevie. One of these old guys where I feel like he's been kind of the consistent one out of the bunch. Like started out the season, just had some cobwebs, but since then. Like, he's pretty much leveled out. Like, you know what you're going to get from him. He's going to mostly go six innings or a little bit more than that. He's got a leash. Like, unless he's getting absolutely destroyed, he's going to be between 90 to a little over 100 pitches. And he's typically going to limit the damage, not going to get blown up. I I like him at 9K. Yeah, he's kind of like a fringe play for me. It really depends on, like – it, it really depends on like what we're looking at weather wise on some of these other games. Um, if the weather breaks where we don't have to worry about it as much for some of these top end guys, I, I think that is where he becomes more playable. Um, I mean, we have some, we have some really good spots today that we haven't even got to yet. Castillo's yeah. getting Detroit glass. Now is getting Kansas oh, city. Uh, I've mean, already hit glass now in the prop world, by the way. Yeah. Even at seven and a half. I said, Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> Will's like, I'm not even waiting. No, I'm getting, I, I I'm getting my, I'm getting my fantasy pick him in now. Yeah, um, I had to get it because by the time I wake up tomorrow, it's going to be an eight. No okay. doubt about it. 
I think he's over eight, three straight starts, right? I think anyway. Anyway, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Side I'm getting track. sidetracked just as much as you. <laughs> and as I said a few minutes ago, we're back, baby. Um, all right. I don't think like I, I think Morton is like a fringe play. That that's where I'm at. I I think it really depends on some of the weather that we have today. He's not a bad play. I'm not going out of my way to play the White Sox bats. Um and Luis Robert was dealing with like some kind of like calf injury during the home run derby. Like that's not what you want to see when you have your one of your star players that has finally stayed healthy. Um he's put yeah, together he's put together such a fantastic season. You're like, man, hopefully this is not something. Um, but could you yeah, imagine man. if him, Eloy, and Moncada stayed healthy for like two or three seasons straight? But they never do. It's like at least two of them are out. Feels like all the time. Can we? I mean, we could keep going. We could go Kopech, Giolito, Cease. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the White Sox don't run good when it comes to injuries. But um, any interest in the White Sox bats here? They're cheap against Morton. I don't want to do it, Stevie. I, I yeah. trust Morton more than I trust the White Sox. Kind of where I'm at as well. Um, Atlanta. You know, I said I said earlier that Arizona is one of my favorite stacks off of the Yankees. Atlanta's my favorite stack on the slate. Yeah. Favorite stack on the slate, not just off of cores. My favorite stack of the slate. I love the Atlanta Braves today. Yeah, man. I, I'm not sure if you guys like Pringles, but I do. And I love the Cheezums version. That's my favorite version. And, I, and you just stack up the Pringles and, and keep eating. And that's what I feel like the Braves. Just stack up the Braves and keep Eating like every slate, just just do it. You won't be disappointed long term. There are going to be games where they don't score a lot of runs, but this team is just so potent, Steve. And, and really, Steve, they're potent top to bottom now. Like you can't really poke too many holes in the offense. Like because when you get to the bottom, you've got Acuna, you've got Rosario, you've got Harris. Like you can't really pitch around this team in the middle of the order. Well, and they've moved Albies up, but you've got. Um, uh, um, oh my god, you've got Riley, you've got um, uh, Arcia, who's, who's not really a high, a, a high strikeout guy. Like, that's kind of the middle. Like, it's just nowhere to go. There's, there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to hide. So, stack the Braves every slate, especially this slate. Yeah, beginning of the year, you were hiding between like Ozuna. Ozuna has 17 home runs. You remember? That's what I'm saying. Do you remember yeah. when we were talking about how they should DFA him? Um, and then he and got like, hot, and he stayed hot. He has 17 home runs. Like, yeah. where, like, uh, man, where did it come from? Like, it was, uh, I mean, I feel like we were just talking about him having one or two home well, runs, and he's just been absolutely incredible here. Um, it started recently. with his hitting streak. So he first he just kind of started hitting, right? Like, he started getting hits, singles, though. And then all of a sudden, out of here, out of here. Like this is the this is the Ozuna I remember from Miami, Stevie, when when Stanton was there and they were just hitting bombs. Like yep. this is it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, you meant you mentioned it. There's not there's just not a weak spot. There's just no, no weak spot. Orlando Arcia, you nailed it. He's the weakest spot and he doesn't strike out. So right. the week? So anyway, love Atlanta today. <laughs> Gosh, they're so good. Um, must be nice. My my team's not great. Um, Cleveland well, this, at this Texas. My, this is the only sports team I root for that wins. 
The Corners <laughs> don't win. The Panthers have t- been terrible. At least give me my baseball. I'm happy. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Cleveland at Texas. Ooh. We have an eight and a half total in this game. The Rangers at 156 favorite over the Guardians. We have Savali against Gray. Any interest here in Aaron Savali? No, no. I mean, he, he mowed down Kansas City right before the break, I think, Steve. Or close he did. To I don't remember who it was on the podcast with me that day. It might have been you, but I, I hope it, people It was listen. me. It, I think it was me, and I was like, I just – I can't – I didn't even text you and make fun of you that day. Um, I I felt so bad that he went so bonkers in that game. He went nuts. Yeah. And the thing was, he was like five and a half um, on the sports books. And I was like, I just, I was like, I know it's Kansas City, but I can't do it. And I think he got down to five on like the pick them sites. And I was like, nah, I can't do it. And I looked at the end of the night and I said, it was Kansas City. I should have known better than it. Like I tricked myself (laughs) too much because of who he was, but he was facing Kansas City. I can't do it against Texas, though. I, definitely not playing him against Texas. This is a totally different scenario. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, people chase that game. Um, I was on it <laughs> and um, I couldn't hit X faster this time. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah. however, I do, however, in large field tournaments, have a little interest in John Gray. Um, this Cleveland team's not great. They're a bottom 10 offense, they, they don't strike out a ton. They have no power. There's no power. Will they have 39 home runs against right-handed pitching this season? That's the lowest by 13. Like 13. Washington has 52. We know how much, like, no little little power whatsoever. Um, it, it's just they have not hit home runs this year. And Johnny almost has as many home runs as their whole team against right-handed pitching. If that makes you feel any better. It's wild. So yeah. I have a little interest in John Gray. Again, this is more of let's see how some of the weather shakes up because, I mean, coming into this slate, for what it's worth for everybody, there's like seven or eight potential weather spots. Kevin Roth is going to be super busy on Friday. So while I keep saying, like, we'll have to see how the weather shakes up, we're going to break down the game, but just know, like, my thought process is let's see where the weather shows up. Like, if I if I had to choose between, like, John Gray and Glass now. I know price isn't close, but um, it would it's an easy decision, right? So, anyway. Um, Will, what are your thoughts on John Gray before we move on to the bats? Uh, I'm just fading him because Cleveland just doesn't strike out enough for me. But that that's the only reason. Like, it's I don't feel like they're going to rattle off. I don't even think they're going to rattle off five runs. But I'm just the, – the low strikeouts just – they just have me disinterested in gray. All right, let's talk bats. Uh Guardians. Who Jose Ramirez is 6K. I'm I'm out. I'm fading this team. No chance. Uh yeah. Bo yeah. Naylor is 2700 if you want to play a catcher with a little bit of pop. Um he hasn't shown up yet, but um he'll eventually show up to the bigs. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. Um, any interest in the Texas bats here? I do have some interest because I, I'm not a big believer in Savale. Um, but it's just kind of more of a stack spot. Like, this team's just been hitting so well, man. Uh, they're expensive. And I, I feel like Texas has kind of ended up being my expensive team that I play when nobody else plays. 
because you got the Braves, you've got the Coors game, you've got um, um, Toronto and Arizona. Like, so they, I feel like they're going to be the odd team out. And I think for that reason, I, I want to get in on them. They're at home. They've been playing well. Um, so I just want to kind of stack them and get different in tournaments. Yeah, definitely. If you're attacking him, I mean, just play the better bats. His splits are very neutral. Um, so just play the guys that you like from Texas. Boston at Chicago taking on the Cubs. Um, I did see like a nine and a half total in this one. We are supposed to have like 10 mile an hour winds blowing out the center with some potential rain in this one. So, um, yeah, it's Bayo against Hendricks. Any interest here in Brian Bayo? I was close on this one, Stevie. Because um, he's a guy that's actually – he's pitched fairly well this season. And down the stretch here, what I like, Stevie, is he, we've got a leash. So, I mean, we're seeing him in the mid-90s to over 100 pitches almost every game now. And the Cubs aren't a team that I'm, like, super afraid of. At 7,700, I think I have some interest. If I'm playing 150, definitely. If I'm in, if I'm at 20 entry max, maybe I get them in two to three. If I'm three entry max, I'm not playing them at all. But, like, I, th- I think, you know, 20 entry max to large field, I think you need to get some. Like, he could get you 25 points in this spot. It's given if up everything one. goes correct. Yeah, he's given up one home run in his last seven starts. Um, he's been pitching phenomenal here recently. He's had some good matchups. He pitched against Texas last time out. He gave up eight hits, only two earned runs, had three strikeouts in that game. That's one of the better offenses in baseball against right-handed pitching. Um, right. They, right. Rank, they rank second right now. So he is someone that is extremely talented. I definitely think he's in play today. The wind blowing out in Wrigley always concerning um so i'll definitely be paying attention to weather edge and roth in this one but interested in bayo for sure i am no chance i'm touching kyle hendricks today no we don't have to get silly people all right um boston bats definitely like if we're gonna have a little bit of wind in wrigley hendricks he tries to generate ground balls um it hasn't worked as well this year as it has in the past. I, I think Boston's definitely in play today. Like the lefties more than the oh, righties. Yeah. That's Stevie, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, give me Yoshida. Give me Verdugo. Give me Devers. Let's play few. Uh, I, I want the lefties. Hey, you know that guy, uh, Devers, is really good at baseball, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's the one guy I have. You have like six guys for Atlanta where you have like Franchise players, I have Devers. <laughs> I like Yoshida. Yoshida, Yoshida has on the way. I think he's on the way. If he keeps hitting well, I think he's going to be, turn out to be a good guy. Duran yeah. has been great in the leadoff spot. If he hits leadoff at 3,600, we definitely should have mentioned him. Yeah, um, for sure. He's been great. So, like the like the Sox, any interest in the Cubbies bats here? Um, I think if you if you feel like the win is going to be a, a big factor, which it, it absolutely will be if, if they're playing then I think at that point for me, I might be mini stacking the Cubs, but I'm not going to do it against uh, against Bellow. I'm just going to – I'll kind of one-off them. Like, Wisdom strikes out a lot, but he's got a lot of power. Um, maybe play a little bit of Bellinger, stuff like that. But, like, I'm not, I'm not excited about stacking the Cubs. But if the wind's blowing out, I think you can 
piece together some mini two to three mans just in case. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people approach this game with if it's like windy and Wrigley because there's so many good spots on this slate. So, I mean, a, a spot you could potentially get a little different today. Um, I don't do, hate. Do you, it. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, I know we're almost to the end, which is freaking amazing. Do you think Wrigley wind will impact Coors enough? No. Like if it, if it's like definitive, like okay, it's blowing out. Well, and it's no. a fourteen game slate, so it doesn't really matter as much today. If this was six game slate, maybe we talk more about it. Going back to my original thought on game one or two, the Yankees are facing a bad lefty in Coors today. <laughs> yeah, and they're not expensive. Yeah. Yankees are going to be the highest on stack for sure today. Automatic X button for me, but we'll get there. Yeah. Tampa Bay at Kansas City. <laughs> Nine and a half total in this one. The Rays are a 310 favorite in this game. Glass now and Marsh. Um, they should be. Glass now, really man. Be. Yeah. Glass now, I think he's top arm on the slate today, just given the matchup. Um, We'll have to see what the weather does here. This is one of the potential weather spots. I don't want to mention all of them because, like I said, it feels like half the games today have potential weather. Um, if the weather's okay, I mean, Glassnow's a top arm on the slate. Probably my favorite. I mean, Otani gets Houston. It's a little bit tougher matchup. Castillo, if you fa factor in price, maybe Castillo over Glassnow. But I think your chalky pitcher build today is Glassnow-Castillo. Um what are your thoughts on Glassnow against Kansas City? Yeah, I, I definitely think Glassnow is the premier arm on the slate. Um, we saw Castillo kind of struggle down the stretch at the end of the getting closer to the all-star all break. Now, he did face a couple of good teams. And like you talked about Otani, I do think Houston is one of those teams, Stevie, that started hitting better towards the break. So started giving teams a lot more trouble than they had been. Uh, obviously, they had a couple guys come back. Uh, but I, I think Glassnow's the premier arm. If I'm going to spin up on anybody, it's him. Like he, he's the number one guy for me, hands down today. No doubt about it. Um, Marsh, Alec Marsh. This is a talented young pitcher. He's not ready yet. Um, this is a terrible spot for him. Don't play him today. I'm with you 100. percent Tampa Bay. I also think you'll get a couple strikeouts, but like I don't, I don't think we need to play him for DFS. We should note that Yande Diaz was placed on paternity list on Thursday. He definitely won't be back for this game. They did say Saturday or Sunday, uh, so he'll be out of the lineup. We potentially get a cheaper bat in here. Um, we'll see who it is, but any interest in the Tampa bats here? Uh, I, I don't hate it. Um, like I said, they've got a couple of cheap pieces there, like Kiermaier, um, He's He's very cheap. Um, not Kiermaier. Jesus, I, I said Kiermaier. I meant. Uh, I wonder if Margot's going to play. I, I want to see who they're going to play. Like I know Rayleigh's going to play. I'm not worried about him. Franco's going to play. He's expensive. Paredes is probably going to play. He's cheap at 3900. Brandon Brandon Lau at 3900 is. He, he might be a chalky second baseman today. He probably will be at that price. Um, he's cheap. I wonder who they're going to use to – I'm really trying to think about who they're going to use to replace Yandy. Probably um, um, Arnanda. 
He's minimum salary. He got the call up Thursday when Diaz okay. went on the paternity list. So Jonathan Arananda um, is 2K, first base, third base eligibility. Um, yeah. Hey, he's, yeah. He's 2K. Yeah, I, I like this stack for sure. Um, so, yeah, I was going to mention him. And then Brandon Lau, you talked about him. Love that price tag. Uh, Luke Riley is another guy that I really like. And then getting, you know. He's got speed, too. Yeah, two of Franco, Rosarina, and Lowe. Um, so any of those, two of those cheap bet. But, I mean, this is a team with a six implied team total, 6.1 really. Um, and they're not going to – I don't think they're going to have as much ownership today because of some of these spots. So uh, definitely like Tampa as a stack. I have zero interest in Kansas nope. City. This, this team nope. is bad. Nope, don't like that. We're moving oh. on. We're, we're moving on. No, you gave it a no. Use your no. We're moving on. Washington at St. Louis. <laughs> uh, no total Ooh. in this game. Um, it does sound like Trevor Williams will start. Doesn't I'm, matter. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Miles Mikolas starting for St. Louis. Doesn't uh, matter. Any, any interest in Trevor Williams here? No. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. Uh, Mikolas not a really high strikeout pitcher, low strikeout team. He goes out and he probably throws six or seven good innings here, but he doesn't have the upside we're looking for on a 14-game slate. Nope. Not playing him either. Uh, Washington bats. No power here, man. What nope. we talk about with, like, Cleveland, there's just no power in this lineup. Not playing Washington. I like the Cardinals, Will. I yes. like the pain. I like the pain. I, I, I bet the Cardinals to win this division because it was ridiculous. Um. Dude, I they're gonna eventually they're gonna turn it on, or we might be seeing like the Cardinals move some players because this team has way too much talent to be where they're at right now in the season. Yeah, um, I like this deck. I hate my boy Edmund when it was on the IL. Um, I, I hate it, but maybe you know, he should be back soon. But new bar, uh, he's gonna be in play for sure. I'm pretty sure DeYoung's gonna play today. He's three K. Then you got, you know, Gorman at 4,400. You got Arenado, who's cheap. You've got uh, Burleson at 2,100 if he cracks the lineup like this. I think they're cheap enough to get them in, Stevie, to, to get a stack in. So I, I, I like St. Louis here a big time. All right. Let's talk cores. Yankees and Rockies. Radon against Gomber. 12 total. Yankees at 12. Who 210 favorite? Um, any interest in Carlos Rodon at no. 8,500? No, but only because I want to. This is going to be a game I want to watch and just see how he's doing, Stevie. You know, we and I think we kind of talked about it the, the last start when he's facing the Cubs, and it was just kind of a I was just going to stay away because of this him just coming back, and I'm, I'm going to take the same approach here, but that's the only reason why. You know, we see him come back and get rolling, he's going to be a good play for us, but not today. I talk about this all the time. Typically, as someone that pitched for a long time, when you're coming back from injury, it's 10 to 12 pitches increase every time you throw five to six days. He threw 58 pitches in his rehab stint. He threw 69 pitches his first time out. I get him around 80 pitches here. Yep. 8,500 in cores, 80 pitches. I'm going to pass today. Um, yeah. So I, I just don't see the upside. 
had he been fully stretched out in this game in Yankee Stadium, the Rockies are awful against left-handed pitching. Maybe yes. I get there, but yes. I don't think I could do it today. He just didn't look dominant in that start either. Like he just didn't have like dominating stuff, and the Cubs are not the best offense in the world. Yeah. I give him Steve, I give him I give him four to five starts. And I'll I think be playing he'll, him by the end he'll of the be year. Re- yeah, yeah. He'll he'll be ready to go, I think. So that's where I am. Um well, and, and really, Steve, it depends on the matchup, and it depends on how this start looks. Like, what? So, let's say he goes five innings, six strikeouts, eighty pitches, like get, gives up a run or two. Like the next start, that means he's probably ninety-ish pitches, and possibly against a, in a better spot. Maybe he's at home or on the road in a good ballpark. Like that's going to make it more interesting. But I'm with you. I'm not playing him, and I'm not playing Comper either. Yeah, we're not playing Gomber. Um, that's just silly. Don't do silly things. Listen, if he's the ultimate leverage play, if he somehow beats the Yankees, but he is not good, and uh, yeah, he's even worse at home. Yeah, Yankees bats. I mean, obviously Torres is one of the top hitters, if not the top Ooh. hitter on the slate today. He's my favorite hitter on this team all year. Oh, you know who my favorite hitter today? If you're factoring in price, Bader. He's way too yeah. cheap today yeah. facing a lefty in course. Um, so like that price tag, uh, Velope was hitting the ball really well here right before the break. Hopefully he can keep it rolling. Um, he's 4K. He has upside. Donaldson's too cheap. LeMayhew's too cheap. Um, whoever they catch is too cheap. The Yankees are too cheap. And I know you love fading cores. You're getting max leverage today because, I mean, it is way too easy to fit the Yankees in today. Yeah, I, I'm fading them out of principles. Got nothing to do with the spot. They should smash here. Uh, and so today, Stevie, I'm kind of fading them for the reverse reason. So it, typically the reason I fade course is because all the bats are priced up. Today I'm, I'm going to have to fade them because everybody's priced down. Like they're just – they are too cheap for this spot, and I, I think that's going to increase the ownership, and I'm going to be fading them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, they're talking in YouTube chat about Glass now and his ownership. I don't think it gets to the to the 60% mark. Oh, no, no. Nowhere near that, I don't think. Not in a three-entry max contest today. Um, there's too many good pitchers. It's a 14-game slate. Too much weather concerns. So um, I don't think he'll get that high. I mean, I could be wrong because I do think the spot is phenomenal. I don't think he gets to 60, though. Like, it's too many pitchers. At the 14 game slate, we don't typically see pitchers get over yeah. like 35, 40%. But I mean, yeah. it, it's it's happened, and the spot definitely warrants it. it. It really depends on like, are some of these games getting rained out? You know, are we, are we worried about rain coming like three innings in? I mean, Roth, like I said, he's going to be busy tomorrow. I hope yeah. he enjoyed his few days off. Um, <laughs> Rockies bats. Oh, man. CJ Crone will. Uh, <sighs> I don't know what to do with him. He's 3,900. He's cheap. He's cheap. Yankees bullpen's so good. I hate stacking against the Yankees. I just, man, the price for for CJ Crone just like jumps off the page today. 
Well, I don't think I'm going to play this team out of principle. And this, this doesn't have anything to do with Coors. This just has to do with the fact that they stink. Um, <laughs> although I, I will say I do think having Crone and having Bryant back helps. Right? I'm not trying to diminish, you know, how, how I feel about them personally. Like, I do think those guys are okay hitters. They get Charlie Blackman back. Like, they'll probably be a little bit better even there as well. But I – just out, out of principle of how, how bad this team has been, I'm just not playing the Rockies. Yeah, to give everybody an idea, this is a team that plays half their games in cores. They have a 64 WRC plus against left-handed pitching this season. That's 19 points lower than Minnesota and 36 points lower than league average. They, play half, of their, they play half of their games in cores. Yep. Oh. So Houston at LA taking on the Angels. Eight total in this game. Otani and France facing off against each other. Otani 156. We should mention that FanDuel has Otani as a hitter today. You cannot play him for pitcher points today. You can only play him for hitter points today. Um, DraftKings, you're playing him as a pitcher, not a hitter. So make sure you know that when you're going into both sites uh there's a note on the FanDuel site that says it so uh just doing my due diligence as a host um to keep you all updated any interest here in jp france at 8500 no i don't know if he necessarily has the upside to yeah, win us that's a slate all it on is. A, yeah 14 games late i think he pitches okay but i don't see him going 30 plus so um, Otani on the other side of this game, we know the games that he's capable of on the hill. Tough matchup against Houston. Um, I did read a report that um, Alvarez is going to start a rehab assignment today, Friday, um, but he won't be called up. We'll probably get him back next week sometime. So he'll still be out of this lineup. Um, yeah, I mean, Altuve's off on the IL. Like, I don't know, man. Um, I guess Altuve could be activated today, so he'll probably be back. He was an all-star break. I forgot. He was an all-star break uh, injury list. What are your thoughts here on Otani? I think I'm going to fade him today, Stevie. Um, I, I do feel like Houston started hitting better, and they kind of turned a corner. And, like, Otani's – He's he's Otani. He's still elite. I, I don't think he's going to have um, a game with a lack of strikeouts. But I, I do feel like Houston's figured something out here with this lineup. And so while I'm not going to be playing Houston bats, I, I think Otani's upside may be limited a little bit here. So that's that's really where I'm at. I think I think I think Glass now is the premier arm, and with all these other pitchers that I want to mix, mix and match, like the um, in the eight, seven, and eight K range, I think I'm just going to pass on Otani because I don't think he outscores Glass now straight up. Uh, any interest in the Houston Bats? No. And I guess I should have mentioned I do think that Otani is a really good tournament pivot off of um Glass now. I, I do think that if you want to be different today, you could play both of them. I could see the I could see a scenario of them scoring sixty combined points today. Um, Angels bats. Any interest in the Angels here? 
Yeah, I don't hate the Angels. I know Trout is out, but you know, overall, I think there's still some some quality here. You still got Renfro. Um, you know, you, you still got a couple of these guys. So I I don't mind them. You know, they got Escobar to come into town as well. Um, so yeah, I I don't I don't hate them, but I'm, I don't want to like stack them up. Maybe some one offs. Yeah. Um, I mean, on Vandal, I think you could play Otani if you wanted to as a hitter. But overall, on DraftKings, I mean, no Trout, can't play Otani. Where's the bats? I'm not doing it. Maybe Moniac <laughs> because the guy is a beast and he's so underrated. Minnesota at Oakland. This game does not have a total. It sounds like it'd be Paul Blackburn, but that just came out here um, a little while ago. And then Maeda is starting for Minnesota. Yeah, uh, I thought it was Pablo earlier when I was looking at the, the uh, MLB starting lineups, but I, I'm saying they switched it. But Yep. Yep. Both of these pitches were kind of – that's why there's no line out for this game yet. Yeah. Um, Maeda, 7,700 against Oakland. I like it. I do too, man. He he has taken advantage of good matchups. He's dominated Kansas City and Detroit over the last month. Um, <laughs> he's still capable of having these big games. He's still not giving up home runs. It's a good ballpark. Um, yeah, I like Maeda a lot today. Yeah, seventy seven hundred. We got we got we got us some options today, Stevie, for under seven K to get six strikeouts, and and uh, I, I know Maeda's, you know. Uh, 7,700, but we, we've got some good options in this lower range today. Love Maeda. He's he's a favorite of mine on this slate for sure. Yeah. But another price. way for us to play Texas, Atlanta, so forth and so on. I love playing pitchers against Minnesota, but I'm not playing Paul Blackburn. Nope. Don't like that. <laughs> All right. Um, Minnesota Bats. Uh, I think they're just stats, Stevie. Like I don't, I don't trust Blackburn, but like when, when you've got this team, so yeah, Buxton is fifty six hundred. Joey Gallo now down to three k. Kepler twenty seven hundred. Yeah, they're so cheap. Correa forty five. Like this, I think this is too cheap against a bad pitcher, Stevie. Like they're not facing Otani. Like this, this is. All these guys, I think, should be at least 3,500 or more. I, I, I think you stack Minnesota. They're too cheap. Yeah, if you have an offense that you're looking at today that you, like, are just in love with the three outfielders, this is your secondary stack, man. Um, yeah. You could play Correa, Julian, um, and Karoloff, and it makes the stack so cheap. Like, Karoloff is 2,400 today against yeah. Paul Blackburn. Um, Julian, 31. Yeah, he's cheap too. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I'm with you on Minnesota. I think they're more of a secondary stack for me than a full-on stack, just because this game's in Oakland. But yeah, I like this spot. They're they're cheap. They're too cheap. Yeah. Any Oakland bats that you like here? Nope. It's kind of where I'm at um, with Ruiz on the IL. He, I mean, I think that it's it's not like a. Um, a all-star break IL too. I think it was like a big, big shoulder injury for Ruiz, which kind of stinks because 
I mean, when's the last time we were looking at a guy that had the potential to steal 100 bases? Um, yeah, and he's definitely on the list. Like he was. He, I mean, I think he was gonna put a run for its money on um, that that 100 stolen bases. But anyway, um, yeah. What's the home run record for or, um, stolen bases in a single? I know it's Ricky Henderson. Is it like 130, 129? I think it's I 130. I don't remember. I think it's but 130. Here's what I will say, Steve. YouTube will a, tell us. This is a little throwback. And I know we got a guy out of here. Can you imagine if Billy Hamilton was coming up to play like right now versus like his segment of time when he was at Cincinnati? I mean, he, he might have like legit had a chance to like get there. I mean, because Billy Hamilton was just flat out flying at one point, Stevie. Like, we'd play him for the walk or the single and the two stolen bases we knew he was going to get, like, right away. That's why we were playing him out there in Cincinnati. So, man, timing is everything sometimes when you're you're an athlete. Timing is everything. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's move on. Last game of the slate. We got Detroit at Seattle. Seven total, lowest total on the slate. Uh, Mariners are 198 favorite. Rodriguez against Castillo. Eduardo, 9,700. Eduardo's 7,700, and he's so much more interesting. And, like, you have to put thought process into playing him here. But the fact that they priced him to 9,700, I know he's had some big games this year. I just I can't do this price. I like the matchup. Seattle's yeah. a team I love to pick on. They strike out at a very, very high clip. But 9,700 for Eduardo Rodriguez? What are they doing? Yeah, I'll I'll just catch him in the pick'em streets, Stevie. Not not in DFS. Yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, Castillo. I mean, you don't get many better spots than getting Detroit. Uh, I mean, this is a great spot for Luis Castillo today. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't get it done today, Stevie, like, and he's been priced down because of the uh, the spots. But Stevie, look at who he faced the last couple games right before the break: Houston, Tampa Bay, Washington. Like, okay, I'll, I'll give him a pass to those. And even in the Houston game, he didn't get the strikeouts. He still went seven innings, Stevie. That was on 89 pitches. So he had the upside because he had been over 100 pitches in several games. He had the upside to go eight innings. They just pulled him. Like, I I think this is too cheap for Luis Castillo. Like, maybe they got it wrong. Like, maybe maybe E-Rob was supposed to be 89 and Castillo was supposed to be 97, and they just can't fix it, and we just get the benefit. That has to be what happened here. Yeah, I mean, his I'm price, joking, but yeah, it's yeah. too cheap. His price has gone down um, a little bit here, but I mean, this is a this is a guy that should really never be under nine k. I know he's only no. eighty nine hundred, but he should never be. He really should probably never be under ninety five hundred. But right, I'm with you. Uh, any interest in the Detroit bats? No. Hey, I'm with you. Uh, any interest in the Seattle bats? No. I mean, I think you can play Julio Rodriguez. Maybe the All-Star get break gets him going. Uh, yeah. He's he's had a disappointing year. All right. Morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Only an hour and 12 minutes so far. I feel like 14. we did good. 14 games. I, I think we did it. We did it. Um, morning grind game. Then we'll get out of here. Give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. And I was right. Dave just said Ricky Henderson, 130 stolen bases. I knew it was yeah. Henderson. Um, I, I thought it was 130. 
if you ever if you ever have like a local bar that has trivia, just call me. Um, when it comes to baseball, my baseball trivia game is is on point. Movie yeah. trivia, awful. Baseball trivia, NASCAR trivia, I got your back. Yeah. Um. Well, Steve, I think we got a couple options here. I'm gonna go with. I mean, give me my eight, man. Like it's it's got to be my eight in this spot at seventy seven hundred. I'm gonna go Bayo. I like it. My other thought process was Kramer, one of those yep. two guys. Kramer was my other as well. Now that we're like done with the slate, a lot less interest in Rich Hill. Um, a lot more interest in Kramer. For what it's worth, over eight yeah. K to score under fifteen. Who's your bust today? Oh man, it gotta be Michael Kopech. Like gotta be. Yeah, tough spot. Um. I'll go. I think I'll have to go Carlos Radon. Radon um, on this one. It. Michael says, "Who gets this great content and complains about the time? No one. I was just saying. I think we did great. I don't. People don't complain about the time of the morning grind. Thank you for the great comment about great content. Over four K to hit a home run, not in cores. Will who is going yaks today? Uh, so many great options, Stevie. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of them. Give me Corbin Carroll. I, no! I just get out of my house. Oh, I, I mean, come on, man. You know, it's like Arizona is one of my favorite teams today. This guy. Oh, man. You know what? Give me Matt Olson. I'm so happy, by the way. And you should be happy as a Braves fan that he turned down the home run derby. Uh, good for him. Keep it going, Matt. You're crushing. Yeah. Hope you. I hope you hit a home run. I hope you hit two and put it in Will's face for taking Corbin Carroll. Under 4K <laughs> to get two hits. Give me a cheap bat that you like to get two hits today. Steve, if they're going to keep giving it to me, I'm going to keep taking it. Give me my boy Ozuna at 3,900. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. I like that one. Um, I'm going to go Swazinski. We, I mean, we briefly talked about Pittsburgh today. Stripling is bad. Um, Swazinski just continues to hit the ball really well. He's 3,800. I like Swazinski to get two hits today. I like it. Give me a stack not named Atlanta, Arizona, Coors. Who's getting who's getting six or more runs today? Oh man, give me Texas. You know, that's those, that, those are my boys. That's my sneaky team every day. I like it. Um, and I don't want to take Tampa either. I do think Tampa would be low on today. I like Tampa. Give me Tampa. I'm going to say Tampa. I love this spot for Tampa today. The more I think about Tampa, the more they're really, really interesting. And, like, man, if the Yankees don't go bonkers in cores, you're, they're not winning the slate with a couple home runs today. Like, there's way too much offense today. Yep. Fun slate. I mean, now that we're done and we broke down the slate, gave our first look thoughts. Um, fun slate. A lot of different ways to build pitching. A lot of different ways to build hitting. Um I mean, we're done, Will. Do you have yeah. Do you have uh, take your pick them tomorrow? At oh yeah, yeah. All right. Every weekday, ten thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, just come check me out. I know a lot. Some of you may be working, but you can, a lot of people catch the replay in their cars or in the uh, the Roto-Grinders video channel or in the app via the podcast channel. It's it's up there, and uh, you know, hopefully, people have been following Steve. They've been following this month. We're hot, brother, and not and not just with take your pick them. I'm putting out prize picks videos every Monday and Thursday, and uh, I mean, 
pretty much undefeated this month. Like so, just it's, it's baseball season. We're uh, we're ten and three on the month on take your pick them right now, and that's with the week off. So I'm come hang out. Let's make some money. Get in the game. Get in the Pick'em Streets game. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We appreciate everyone hanging yeah. out with us on YouTube. Uh, if you're if you're not watching live, hey, subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. We're at 641 subscribers, so thank you, everybody. We're well on our way to getting to the 1,000 mark before the end of the year, which was the goal for me. So appreciate everyone for that. We'll be back on Monday talking baseball. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you on Monday.